Welcome to Crushing Kayfabe. My name is Jason Garish. Thank you for tuning in. Before we get too involved with the wrestling stuff, I'd like to send my condolences out to the Judd family. Obviously, uh, we lost Naomi Judd, unfortunately. Um, their listing cause, at least uh, Winona has publicly come out and uh, said uh, for, due to mental illness. And my guess, I don't want to speculate, but I'm guessing that's... Uh, that would involve suicide. Um, that would just be my guess until they publicly uh, confirm that. But uh, but definitely my condolences going out there. I mean, the um, harmonies that those two provide were incredible, and uh, the uh, the country world is uh, is a lot less because of because of this, uh, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, condolences go out and uh, prayers go out to to that family and uh and please let them heal and uh and hopefully get get through this um if anybody's interested there's a there's a uh a podcast that i listen to called uh cocaine rhinestone and if you're into country music and the history of country music it's an amazing podcast that it's uh put out by a gentleman tyler manco who you might recognize that name it's uh david allen co's son and he puts out an incredible podcast that um goes over the history of country music and he devoted an episode to uh to winona judge and judd wow sorry and uh and her history and whatnot and relates to her, her mother too and uh there's some really interesting things that kind of trials and tribulations that they had to go through that uh that was really riveting to listen to. Uh, every single episode that, that that gentleman does is incredible. So, yeah, if you ever get a chance, uh, tune into Cocaine Rhinestones. And that's, uh, you can find that right on Spotify. It's it's an incredible podcast. I, I love that podcast. And uh, that'll kind of give you more of an appreciation for the Judd family and what they've been through and, uh, and their history. And um, I know that. Fairly recently, Naomi had uh, had made some comments regarding depression. So uh, all the signs kind of point to uh, to a really bad thing happening there. So uh, so prayers, prayers and condolences go out to the the whole family. An interesting side note: I know that our personal connection, my wife and I were were actually married in Franklin, Tennessee, um, in a barn that. Uh, that Winona Judd used to own, so uh, we have our own family connection, kind of to the kind of to the Judd. So, uh, so really tragic, really, uh, really sad, and um, and wish them nothing but um, good vibes towards them. Um, in other news, you know, uh, the NFL draft uh, happened this weekend, and. Uh, Raiders picked up a, a few players. Uh, didn't uh, pick anybody up until what the, uh, the was it the third round? Jeez, uh, ended up picking up uh, a couple of uh, Tennessee guys. Picked up a a guard from uh, from Memphis and a uh, tackle from University of Tennessee. So a defensive tackle from uh, Butler from University of Tennessee and uh, picked up Parham from uh, from Memphis who. Uh, by all accounts, it seems to be a really versatile um, guard slash tackle who can also play center. This guy looks like he's going to be the future of the team, and uh, 
he's going to be future starter from what they project. He 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 looks really good. Um, the, some people said that he was kind of undervalued. A, a lot of people projected him to go in the fourth round, but Rears end up picking him. I think it was was it the third round? No, they picked him with his fir- their first overall pick. You know, but obviously they traded away their first and second round picks because of the Devontae Adams deal. And uh I'm not crying about that. I mean they address the uh defensive line, the offensive line, which I'm I'm extremely happy they did, because um, that's a, a weakness for them. I kinda was hoping that they'd also try to pick up a uh a deep threat for a wide receiver because they desperately need that too. In addition to Devontae Adams and uh, and Hunter Renfro, I think they need somebody to stretch the field. You know, both those guys, not that Devontae Adams is slow by any means, but <coughs> but both those guys are uh, are not going not gonna to be setting the world on fire with blazing speed. You know, um, Renfro's a slot receiver. He's going to be missing a dependable possession in the red zone, and Devontae is just as dependable, you know, everywhere else, but... But it would have been nice to see somebody who had some blazing fast speed so they can stretch that field a little bit more. You know, because right now it's it, it's looking like they have just uh, kind of, you know, mid and short range, um, you know, passing options. You know, not that Darren Waller is nothing to sneeze at. Obviously, he's one of the best, if not the best uh, tight end in the game. But he, I don't see him as a deep threat. He's not. He's not a receiver. He's a tight end, you know. Um, so if they could maybe through free agency pick up something, because I don't even know if they still have Deshaun Jackson on the team. I mean, not that he was, um, you know, he's getting older, but he still had some speed. He could burn some people. Um, made some bizarre plays last season, though, like where he tried, to, I guess, lateral a ball back, and it just ended up fumbling it away. Just some real weird stuff with him. I don't know what's going on there, but... I think they lost faith in him halfway through the season and stopped using him as an option. You know, and obviously this wouldn't even be an issue if the unfortunate incident with Henry Ruggs hadn't occurred and uh, he hadn't had his uh, DOI that ended up killing uh, a young woman and uh, and her dog, which is really tragic and sad um, because he was shaping up to be an incredible deep threat and really good receiver for the the Raiders and... uh, and now they're they're at a deficit for that, and I think they should uh, I think they should go looking for a deep threat. To tell you the truth, but I mean the only other thing, like I said, address the uh, you know defensive line, offensive line, but a uh, couple of weird picks. They they picked a, up a couple of running backs, and um, makes me kind of wonder what the strategy going forward is with that because they didn't exercise uh, Cleveland Farrell. Josh Jacobs and Jonathan Abrams, uh, fifth-year option from the rookie contract. Um, what that equates to, I'm not really sure if that's going to, um, you know, how how is that going to affect this season? Are they in their fifth, fifth season? It doesn't seem like it. Um, but, you know, does that show a lack of faith in those guys? Cleland Farrell, I definitely understand. He, I mean, that's a lot. He was the Raiders' first pick overall, I believe, and um, he never lived up to what he should have been. Um, he never came through as well as they expected to. 
him too. And with uh, first round kind of money, that's something that they can uh, they can do without. Unfortunately, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say he's a bad player. He's a pretty versatile player. He's a pretty good backup player, but he never became the first round pick that uh, that they expect him to. Um, which is sad. I mean, from all accounts, he's a great guy, but unfortunately, that didn't never equated to uh, to on-field play. You know, um, yeah. So, so Jacobs is going to be playing this year, and and along with those guys. Um, but after that, it'll be interesting to see what they do. Um, Jacobs is obviously um, a starting running back he's obviously really good at his position but I wonder if there's some chinks in the armor here because you gotta wonder because they're seeing things we don't see on a daily basis you know we don't practice with them we're not in the locker room with them so kind of makes me wonder I mean Jacobs has been kind of injury prone um not to mention he he had a couple of odd tweets last year that make me wonder if there are some character issues in addition to this. I I hope I'm wrong, but he spoke publicly out against the coaching at certain points when uh, when the team really needed him to be a leader and step up, and that kind of bothered me a little bit. Um, So I'm wondering if there aren't some disciplinary issues there, because Last year, I thought Bisaccia did a wonderful job pulling everybody together and uh, letting the other coaches do their job and do their thing and not overstepping his boundaries, kind of like, say, say John Gruden would, you know. Um, so uh, so why would anybody would say anything negative towards him? Um, it's just ridiculous. It Was he the coach to continue on? I don't know. You know, we we'll never find out now, but uh but um but at, from a character standpoint, he exhibited flawless character and really uh really instilled that into his players and uh and did some cool things, you know, um That's all I got to say on that, you know. Um So yeah, the fact that they didn't exercise the fifth year options on those players Makes me wonder their future. Abrams, I am so on the fence with because I'm a huge fan of the guy, but he can be a real big liability in coverage, and you don't need that from a safety. Um, The guy hits like a freight train, and he has an incredible, incredible amount of heart and... Uh, he showed massive amounts of improvement last year. He is, his coverage was much better than it had been in previous years, and he was learning under the uh, under the defensive schemes that they were um, utilizing last year, and he, he stepped up his play immensely. Um, I'd like to see him come back, but uh, but that's not my choice to make, unfortunately. <laughs> so uh, so we'll see what happens there. Um, yeah, those. None of those guys they exercise the fifth year option on their rookie contracts, so uh so we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Um you know, in addition to that, uh not a whole lot else happening, I don't think. Um you know, so let's uh let's move on to wrestling. And uh 
you know, last uh, last week, Raw was in Knoxville, you know, about five hours away from here. Um, you know, we had a few interesting things happen, you know, uh, celebrating 20 years of Randy Orton. That That's pretty cool. You know, the Viper's been entertaining us for 20 years, so I had a neat little introduction skit with him and uh, RK Bro, you know, so... That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool, you know, and that set up a, uh, what was an eight-man tag later on? Was it eight-man? Yeah, I'm trying to, but, um, involving them, Cody Rhodes, and, uh, and Ezekiel, you know, so, uh, so that was pretty cool. That was pretty interesting, um, uh, you know, seeing, uh, Bianca Belair back in her home, hometown, obviously, was, you knew she was going to get a gigantic pop. You know, and they had her versus Sonya Deville, which, what a bizarre match. I mean, I guess they were trying to get a big pop out of the crowd and get a reaction and create this monster heel in Sonya Deville, but the only thing it kind of uh, did really was com- confuse and make her look weak because she had to add, um, you know, Car- Carmella and Vega to the match to uh, to try to try to steal a win, which was kind of kind of weird, but. And, and even the hometown crowd was kind of reacted kind of odd to it. <laughs> they didn't know what quite to make out of it, you know. Becky Lynch, Lynch cut pretty decent promo, you know, in what appeared to be a garbage bag. I'm not sure what the heck she was wearing, but apparently she's going through uh, her 80s wardrobe. Holy crap, some weird stuff this week. Um, I kind of dug her, her attire previous to this, but... Uh, the garbage bag thing was a bit much, man. <laughs> that was, that was, uh, you know, like 40 years ago. Um, and she's wearing stuff. I don't know if that's her mother's get-ups, because that stuff's, uh, from way before she was even born, it looks like. But the really cool thing, um, happened during this promo was Asuka's return. Yeah, she got Big Pop, um, it was good to see her back. I like Asuka. I'm an Asuka fan, you know. Kind of a different character for her. She's playing this kind of jovial, kind of kind of uh, go-lucky kind of character. She's not the killer Asuka she was in the past. You know, she gave um, taunted Becky Lynch with a little nose, nose bop kind of thing and um, spoke kind of her broken English. And it was it was kind of amusing. The crowd popped for it. And it was a fun moment, you know. So, looks like it's sang up a feud for Oscar versus Becky Lynch, which makes complete sense because if you know that, um, before Becky Lynch went on to her, her maternity leave, um, she, uh, she handed the belt over to Oscar. So, so it makes sense that when they return, um, they'd continue that. And because obviously Becky Lynch is becoming unglued. So, this makes logical sense. It really does. It could be setting up for one of them to go for the um for the belt in the future, you know. It makes total sense. And it makes sense that they're holding back Asuka for this moment. You know, a lot of people were speculating what they were, they didn't know what to do with Asuka, they didn't yada yada yada. I think they knew what to do, and this was exactly what they had planned to do was to uh have her come out and confront uh Becky Lynch. So this, that's cool. You know, we also had uh, Mustafa Ali come back to a decent pop. Um, kind of a little weird promo, but um, 
played off kind of funny against Miz and Austin Theory and ended up setting up a match between him and Miz, so that was pretty cool. Um, you know, other than that, I mean, that was that was pretty much a night in the whole, you know. Um, I guess that was good. You had a little bit of interaction with Glenn Jacobs and, uh, and Ezekiel, kind of uh, do a little comedy skit, but which you you expected coming to Knoxville that Glenn Jacobs would show up somewhere, you know. He's not. He's not. Um, he's not Kane. He's Glenn Jacobs. Just remember that. So, uh, in addition to that, you know, moving on to AEW, I mean, we had we had a real good match between uh, between Cash and Dax. You know, FDR um, uh, for the uh, Owen Hart uh, tournament. Uh, usually, I I like seeing tag teams like this end up going against each other because. The two of them usually, any you know, any good tag team usually have great chemistry together in the ring, and it showed because those guys put on a really good match. And uh, we had uh, Punk accidentally calling them the AEW Tag Team Champions, uh, <laughs> which was kind of amusing. I don't know if Punk just isn't paying attention to product the way he should be here, uh, but uh, or just a slip of the tongue. But uh, but that was kind of funny, and uh, I, I think it was Excalibur that corrected him nicely corrected him without making him look like an idiot um you know saying that they were the roh and uh triple a tag team cha- champions and uh you know were once the aw champions you know um so that that was a good way to start things off like i said real good match between those guys and uh and dax won that so uh so that was good you know um like i said i like when they they kind of uh and they remain together. You know, a lot of people online were kind of predicting at this. Are they breaking up FTR? Of course not. Oh, absolutely not. You know, um, they just had a good match and they shook hands afterwards. And real nice moment afterwards, you know, it looked legit. So, um, so that was really cool. Um, you know, we had Wardlow, who keeps just getting hotter and stronger by the moment. Jeez. Um... I'm liking this slow build they're doing. I like the the escort to the ring without music. I like you know being showing him being handcuffed and with the guards and everything. That is that is great. It's reminiscent of Goldberg, except this just makes just makes Wardlow look like such a badass. And uh, he had this crazy flying head scissors to Lance Archer. I should have mentioned Lance Archer was his foe. And man, this thing just looked, made Wardlow look. Wardlow look uh, incredible. Like I said, really explosive head scissors that was uh, was crazy to uh, to Lance Archer. He delivered to Lance, Ar- Lance Archer, and um, it was uh, that really made him look like a million bucks beating up uh, beating up on Archer. And then when he did the um, the powerbomb symphony on a guy that big, that was super impressive and. Um, made Wardlow look like a, a million bucks. So they're building Wardlow up the right way. Um we had Ray Phoenix returned, which was cool. I was I was happy to see that. That's gonna be cool seeing some of the matches he has against the this feud between him and Death Triangle and the um the House of Black. I'm really looking forward to that. That's gonna be cool. You know, um you know Scorpio Sky got back his DNT championship and uh Sammy Guevara and uh, Tay Conte looked even more annoying this week than normal. So they 
they did a great heel babyface flip-flop with these guys and it it happened so now it's probably the most natural one i've ever seen because Guevara came off as so obnoxious and then scorpio sky came on and looked like a baby face and and uh, it was pretty incredible the way that they worked i i applaud them for doing that that was a good job on that you know i still um have some issues with the way they're lighting this show i wish to god they would it's fine they want to keep the blue lighting on the fans to kind of hide the the uh seats in obscurity because you don't want to show obviously the empty seats and and show off the fans and whatnot, but uh, but it's not a good look for the the wrestlers themselves in the ring. It really just having everything through a cool filter like that with the blue light is not very dynamic to look at, and it kind of it kind of puts you asleep. So I wish to God they would stop doing that. Uh, that's that's one of the things with the AEW production that's annoying the absolute hell out of me. I wish they would stop doing that because it it really doesn't look good on the wrestlers. It looks great on the crowd. It mutes the whole crowd out, but they need to um, switch it up for the in-ring. And like I said previously, I don't know if Tony Khan is purposely going for more of a DIY kind of look and feel to it, or if they're doing it because of budget or what the not, but, but it, it's not working for them on the level that they in order they've been stagnating and plateaued a long time ago as far as viewership goes and they need to increase their viewers and they're not going to do it by looking like a, a punk production of wwe it's not going to work because you when you're flipping through the channels it just looks like another independent promotion kind of when you see it and i hate to say it because i do enjoy the AEW product a lot it's just uh if they want to continue to grow and uh, keep things going, they need to change some things. And some of it is on a production standpoint. Um, that's kind of all I got today. Um, just wanted to kind of do a short little show and uh, move things along here. Uh, before I forget, you know, please don't stop praying for the Ukrainians. Um, continue to uh, support UNICEF, Red Cross. Um, they need supplies gang out there they need food they need water they need uh everything they need uh they need um everything like i said so basic human needs you know these are civilians who uh you know a lot of them weren't trained to be soldiers surviving this kind of element and they've been thrust into it children you know that's where unicef comes in they can provide support food whatnot to uh to children and um Unfortunately, um, you know, Russia has occupied a lot of the eastern Ukraine, which is where a lot of the natural resources are. A lot of their their farming is, a lot of the uh, the oil production whatnot. Uh, all of that is primarily, not all of it, I should say, primary, a large chunk of it is in that eastern Ukraine, which uh, which they have a large, unfortunately, the, um, the Russians have a large presence in. So... Uh, so please continue to send your prayers, send money to legitimate organizations to, to help them out, and, uh, and they need it desperately. In addition to that, um, I'd send a shout out to, uh, to uh, Lucky Lady Candles. Um, find them on Facebook and Etsy, and uh, Mother's Day is coming up very quickly. It's coming up this weekend, which uh, <laughs> I actually mistakenly 
uh, told my yeah, told my mother, sure, uh, told my uh, wife Happy Mother's Day. Unfortunately, on Sunday, and um, you know, when I'm half asleep and don't know where I am, I I say things like that. But uh, but I got kind of make up for it again on this this Sunday because um, this Sunday is the actual Mother's Day coming up, and um, you know, don't forget to uh, to check out Lucky Lady Candles because that. What mother doesn't like candles, you know? So, um, so check them out. Facebook, Natsy. Check out Then and Now Flea Market. And, uh, when you go there, it's in Trenton, Tennessee, downtown. Real easy to find. Just look for the, uh, square and then look for the sign that says, uh, Then and Now Flea Market. And, uh, you can pick up some, uh, some of my CDs. You can pick up some really cool, uh, handmade items from my wife. You can pick up a lot of stuff from a variety of different vendors. You know, you can pick up um, used stuff. You can pick up some new stuff. You can pick up some handcrafted stuff. Um, you know, you, anything from flooring to signage to to electronics. It runs the gambit. So check them out. Then and now flea market downtown Trenton. You know, tell them Crushing K Fabe sent you. And, uh, like I say, you can pick up one of my CDs. And, uh, in addition to that, I'd like to send a shout out to us, uh, crushingkfabe.com, crushing with a K. Check us out, crushingkfabe.com. From there, you can visit our various, uh, social media sites. You can, uh, purchase some stuff in the, uh, store, you know, walk around with a crushing kfabe t shirt. And, um, also check us out on Patreon patreon.com just do search for crushing kayfabe crushing with a k and for just one dollar a month you can get us uh get our audio uh ad free so so you can uh you can listen to us ad free and um and help the cause too you can keep the lights on over here and uh, help us do what we do so once again that's patreon.com just look for crushing kayfabe and that's all i have for today but uh you know everyone out there be safe, you know, God bless, and thank you for tuning in.